3: Hello everyone, Forest Focus has not been Forest suffer an 11-3-2 defeat since returning to the Premier League, this time to Newcastle United. We'll discuss a huge missed opportunity, terrible defending and a big penalty call in the company of, first of all, Ruby Naylor. Ruby, how are
1: you? I'm all right. Disappointed, obviously, like everybody else, but hanging in there.
3: Yes, yes. Well, thanks for joining us from America. Completing a stateside panel today is Ryan Brandell, as his mum likes him to be known, also known as Barstool Chief. Uh, Chief, how are you doing? Well, uh, not great considering the result, but I'm
0: thrilled to be here. I'm a, I think you know we've talked about. It. I'm a big fan of the show, so I, I think this is my second appearance. So I'm I'm very happy to be here. I just wish it was under better terms.
3: Uh, well, it's great to have you back again. I mean, you kick us off, Chief. Is it frustration that you know we fought back and couldn't take advantage? Is it frustration that we should keep losing three two? What's uh What's the most annoying thing about that game?
0: It, it's just it doesn't seem like there's any corrections to any of the mistakes or the Achilles heel of this team. It's always set pieces, and it's always one or two defensive breakdowns. And it's, you know, we change the coaching staff. You bring in the set piece coach. You do this. You do that. And I know Newcastle, they look at least a head taller, uh, man for man than did out there. But it's just it to be beats, you know, losing is one thing, losing the same way seemingly every week. That's what the, where the frustration really settles in for me. Mm. What about you, Ruby?
1: Um, Yeah, same sort of idea. It's just the same thing over and over again. Marking as well. Whether it's man marking or zonal marking, it's an issue. It's not like either one is specifically the worst. It's just we can't defend set pieces. I mean, can't check shoulders, which is one of the first things you learn as a defender is look behind you. And again, same thing over and over again. Uh, Just like Ryan said, frustration just continues to build.
3: The 3 2 thing, is that a mentality thing, do you think, or just a lack of quality in the players, Chief?
1: At some
0: point, yeah, the players have to take accountability, but this does seem like what's going on in training during the week where it's just we cannot, it's set pieces basically every single time that's their undoing. And it, it seems like relatively simple. Uh, you should be able to, you know catch some of these guys on these set pieces but they just can't seem to do it so i don't know if it's coaching or or the quality of the players i like our players i think you know it's like if you can iron out the set piece issue let's give up one goal a game on set pieces just cut it cut it in half by 50 and this team's in the top half we're going to europe I'm starting to sound like greg but if uh if that were the case if they would they would be fine but i like our attackers and and it's like i like the players individually especially like murillo like Nikate, but it's just the collective, um, the 10 men out there defending, just aren't getting the job done. I, I did like the goalie today, though, for the 11th man.
3: Uh, yeah, true. Uh, Matt Kane asked how many three twos. I think it's six this season, five Sixth last this season. Yep. Yeah. And we have, yeah, on the losing side every single time. Obviously, we can't come out on the right side of any of them. Going through the goals then, Ruby, the first goal for Newcastle, I assume it's something that they've seen in us to, to do that, because that's a real training ground thing. How much of that's on us and how much of that for you is fair play to Newcastle?
1: Yeah, I'll start by saying brilliant goal. I mean, obviously, well thought out. I wish we could poach their set-piece coach on the reverse side in terms of attacking. But um, he was was at the top of the arc. I remember watching him and being like, he's going to run. He's going to run. And then he did. And nobody watched him. As I said before, Tavares didn't check his shoulder. I would definitely have to say fabulous goal, but we are equally at fault. I mean, it's rudimentary again as I began with it's not like it's really complicated footwork or anything like that like it was a solid goal a solid finish but as simple as check your shoulder I just it's frustrating
3: and we fought back really well well we'd had chances early in the game hadn't we Chief like Gibbs White had a chance Ilanga had that one-on-one where I thought the keeper did well and then we get the goal. What was your take on the goal from Elanga and the whole, the whole Dan Byrne thing as well in the first half?
0: Well, you called that earlier in the week. When the lineup came out this morning, I was like, all right, we're feeling pretty good. We'll at least have something on the counterattack. And that, that pace, is just it's unbelievable to watch. And cutting from the outside to the inside on that one from Tywa. It, it, was br- it was brilliant. It was beautiful to see. Wish he would have finished uh, the other one uh, in the first half, too, where he beat him wide. Uh I and I love that little video of him training, the foot speed thing. It's like the guy puts in the work and he 32 taps in seven seconds or whatever it is. And it and it's one of those things that's great for Instagram, but it translates with him on the field as well because that, that pace is uh it's electric. So love the first goal. I'm fine with counterattacking forever because the have the forest have the athletes, um, and especially you know in Taiwa with his physicality and the speed up front from him. They're, they're they're a fun team to watch in transition. I just, uh, like I said, they gotta, they got to fix clean things up defensively. Otherwise, it's, it's starting, starting to have the dark thoughts come in here.
3: Yeah, I was really happy with 30% possession because if we had 60% possession or 70 we wouldn't have been able to hit them on the break. So, yeah, I've got no problem with that. And counter-attacking football is really exciting. I mean, our wingers were one of the positives come out of the game, Ruby, I guess. Hudson-Doy got the second goal and he looks more confident now. That's two and two Premier League games for him as well.
1: Yeah. And two pretty good goals as well. Obviously this one had a deflection, but same idea where he cuts in or runs in from the outside. So it's just good to see his confidence and he's finally taking on players. Like I thought that he was um, previous to the last couple of games, just turning and passing back too often, but he's finally like getting that confidence, as you said, going at the defender. And yeah, I thought, I thought he had a good game of as well. Obviously his pace is massive that I would say is one of, if not the biggest parts of his game and As Ryan said, taking on Dan Byrne, I was excited to see him because Livermento can play left-back and he's quite quick. So I was kind of wondering if maybe he would be in there. But yeah, Dan Burn. the second I saw that, I was like, something's going to come from Alanga.
3: I mean, I know we've got a lot of problems, Chief, but does that that front four still give you optimism for the games to come that we can create and score enough goals if we can address our problems at the other end of the pitch?
0: Yeah, I think think they've shown it. I mean, two goals at... um... You know, I think they're over two goals a game since uh, Nuno came in. Uh, and they do have the pace, the quality. If they have both those wingers going like they had today, I think I think that front four is great. I don't know exactly. Obviously, it's a weird situation at the end of the game. I don't know exactly how Reyna uh, fits in with that group or if he's just a, a like for like sub at the end because it did feel when Tywo went off uh, and, and Reyna came on later, just felt a little disjointed uh, with Morgan kind of playing a little deeper. But – yeah, I think I think up front they have they have everything you need to stay up. Certainly, it's just it's going to come down to the back end. And today, you know, it's easy to kind of point fingers at Turner, uh, you know, week in week out. I can't say any of that was on the goalkeeper today. It was really just a collective uh, defense.
3: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think like I don't know, Origi to me isn't on the same level as a one year. Like we lost a lot of threat when a one year went off. We did. I'm not sure what he offered really. And yeah, what's a, okay? What's your take on Rayner in the game then, Ruby? It, he was a bit in and out. He's got some neat touches, but does he need probably a run of games to work out where he fits into this side then?
1: Yeah, as you said, good touches, but I don't think he actually made a difference. Like I didn't see anything specific from him where I was like, that really adds. Like that is something that we didn't have like from Dominguez or Danilo when he comes on. I'm not seeing anything special from him, which is again, as you said, he needs a run of games. He needs more time. This was his first uh Premier League home game for us. So definitely time, but As of right now, I'm not seeing anything where I'm like, he really, this is why they brought him in specifically. I haven't seen like, he's just kind of floated around in there the past couple of games. Even last game when he was playing on the wing, he was still like in a weird 10 position. I was like, that's unique. Um, So yeah, I think he definitely needs time. I mean, he's a good player empirically, he's only 21. So yeah, definitely time, definitely a run of games and hopefully he finds his form and finds his actual place in our team.
3: Yeah, he looks desperate to play 10, doesn't he? I don't think mm-hmm. he wants to play anywhere else, really. He doesn't so, really
0: play that in, for the national team, though, either. Like, he's usually off off to the wing or, or coming on as a sub as a wing as well. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't really. I'm excited about it, but I didn't really. I don't know. I'm interested to see where, where they play, where they play oh, yeah. consistently.
3: Where do you think the game was going at halftime, Chief? Were you were you confident we'd go on and win it, or did you think it could still be anything come the end of the end of the match?
0: I mean, I have white knuckles watching every single Forest game, so I can't <laughs> say I'm exactly confident. But yeah, I, th- I thought that you know with that goal they'd have some momentum, and and we had a formula uh, to get them on the counter attack, and it does feel like the the team is so much different with and without tie well so the, he gives them that outlet that physicality he does have the pace so bringing on a rigi for him it, it felt like they lost quite a bit so um i don't know if he can he still he's just not fit enough to go he can only go an hour because it feels like that's seems to be the case
3: yeah i think so i think that if they risk him anymore and he he goes off injured like i don't know i don't think you could last with the i don't think we'd have too much of a threat if Origi was playing 90 week in, week out, certainly for me. Um, into the second half, Ruby then. I mean, we started really well, didn't we? I thought like Nuno looked like he'd sent them out to play with a bit of intensity, get out Newcastle and rattle them but we just couldn't couldn't go on and get that third goal, I guess, could we? Judy was boring. Hello. Then
2: Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com.
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
2: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at
2: LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: I mean, technically we did. It was offside, but it there was a ball in oh, the yeah. back of the net. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, they definitely came out like a fire had been lit under them, like they got yelled at at halftime. Um, but I, I guess it just wasn't, an, it's just difficult, because like you said, they had the formula, they knew they had to catch them with three at the back. We saw that in the last game, and then we saw it this game as well, our goals came from that. So it's, they knew what they were doing, it's just there's something missing. And it doesn't feel like it's the passion because I feel like I see it in a lot of players. They do want to win. And even I thought Reyna came on and showed that he wants to do well because um, obviously the club history is important. But I, there's just something missing. Um, and I don't, I guess it's the you thing coming off was kind of frustrating. Um, but again, it's probably he's not fit enough. And if we do lose him and would, there's, I don't think we're staying up. So you've got to preserve him. But at the same time, if we don't win games like this or at least get a point from games like this, we're going to go down anyway. Mm. So it's it's a rock and a hard place right now.
3: Well, I've written in my notes. I mean, this is when we were 3-2 down, actually. But it's too off the cuff. Is that fair, Chief? Like, it doesn't seem like there's massive patterns of play to to work the ball into good areas and then when we do we've only got like what um hudson joy put a really good ball in and we only have one man in the box and we're yeah. chasing the game it just feels like it's a bit we still feel like we're a bit winging it because we our team's had so much turnover is that fair do you think
0: yeah i think that's fair it's a turnover it's the afghan they they made a big show during the game of all the injuries that newcastle has had on i don't know if you guys have the same broadcast of the simulcast or not but but Forrest I feel, we have not seen their, their best 11 from Forrest due to injury or in war tournament the, the whole year. So I like you were asking me for, I really like the front four. If Tywo can ever give you 90 minutes, I think that group can really get it done um, and like we said, keep 35, 40 percent of possession every week and I, I think they'll be okay uh, but it's these, these injuries are, are a real problem um,
3: going forward. What about the change at the back? Was Omar Bamedelli unlucky to, to lose his place, do you think, then? That yeah. Easy, I, I'll throw it to both of you. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Ruby.
1: Um, yeah, I would say he's unlucky, but I'm not going to complain about our personal Roy La being back. I mean, I definitely think he adds to our side. Um, but again, I don't know. I think I will say Callum Wilson was kept quiet, which is important as well because he is a strong number nine. So I would say unfortunate, but he's young. He's going to get his chance. I mean, we kind of have to go with our strongest back, too, especially against a team like this. So despite the fact that he's playing well, I honestly think it was the right decision at the end of the day.
0: Where where does Bully fit in when he comes back, do you think? Does he go back into the 11 or is he off the bench?
3: Mm, I think he's off the bench. I don't know. I mean, my gripe with Niakata is I agree with Ruby. The long throw is a real weapon. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have much authority in the air. And nor does Murillo, really. So I thought Amabam Deli was a bit a bit unlucky. But I do like your Bolly, especially in games where they are gonna load it in the box and they carry a set piece threat. Well, it's every game against us, I would say. Yeah. I mean, so if you know, we did handle Wilson well, as Ruby says, Chief, is the problem in midfield then the, the balance of Dominguez and Yates isn't quite right in a home game or not?
0: Yeah, I, I think there there's some of that. I think Yates has become like almost an automatic selection and you know, you, you. I like Dominguez. You can kind of feels like they can put him wherever the leak is. Where if it's in the middle, we'll put him there. You, you have injuries out wide on the wing, put him there, and he always does fine. I don't feel as confident with him out there as I did with with Mangala um, picking the ball up, and then on their third goal too, where he just it looked like a basketball play where they set a pick on him, he goes fine, yes. and walk in for a goal. So it's like you know, if that doesn't happen, does he you know? contest that enough to keep the game level and everybody's in a better mood on this uh podcast
3: yes okay so i thought var should have looked at third goal because Yates gets blocked by dan burn and nothing was said in our commentary uh we had the sky i had the sky sports commentary i guess you get the international feed mm-hmm. but yeah i thought that was a definite foul but i guess ruby as well like anthony langer it's criminal you can't give the ball away on the edge of your box like that can you as well
1: no, no, definitely not. So, again, same back to the first goal. Like, I mean, it was a decent goal that we're talking about the third one, the Almiron one, right? Mm-hmm. I th- I honestly did think Cells could have done better. That might be a little controversial. I know he got a hand to it. And I thought maybe Niyakate could have closed down a little bit quicker. I know he's not super fast. Um, it was a decent goal, but yeah, it began with Antio- Antonio Langa. Sometimes I know we're not like a kick and run team that's very championship, isn't it? Um, but sometimes you've got to just get rid of it, especially when you're tied 2-2 and you need, a des- you need a point desperately. Just get rid of it. Just get rid of it. It's... Again, simple stuff that we keep just messing up.
3: Well, I guess, Chief, the second goal we haven't really touched on is the worst of the bunch. I mean, a free kick pumps in from halfway. You, we did it against Everton last season. Like, you can't concede a goal from there, can you? No, I mean, and
0: that's the thing. It's these little moments... Where it just feels like a lack of discipline, a lack of concentration that ends up costing the team points. And, and who knows what it costs them in the end, because it's now it's like you're you're in a relegation fight even without the deduction looming. So I don't know. start. Like I said, the dark thoughts are really creeping in after today. It feels, you know, it feels like we're we're heading the wrong way here.
3: I'll come back to Dark Thoughts at the end, don't worry. Okay. Keep them with you for another 10, 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm trying to get them out. I'm trying to get them out. <laughs> well, hopefully we can exercise them at the end of this. Um, was it, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Is it a silly free kick to give away on the halfway line, Ruby, to let them pump it in our box? Or do you kind of try and take the risk and win the ball there and force a turnover and assume you'll be good enough to deal with it when it's pumped back in towards you?
1: yeah um, I would say, yeah, it was a silly free kick, but it shouldn't have led to a goal, especially a goal by a center half, like yeah. sure it's fine, but I was like really, and it was a decent goal. I think it was a half volley, wasn't it, I, don't know if I remember yeah, yeah, um, but it's just yeah, I mean, silly giveaway on a free kick, but then just deal with it. it's just over and over again, like we talked at the very beginning, if you do give it away, set up cells needs to be i mean he might not be like telling them to mark more clearly because he's the only one that can see who's open and stuff like that. And it's the same thing twice where two players run marked their diagonalish runs, which Newcastle is known for as well. They're known to make diagonal runs into the box. So it's stuff that the defenders know going into the match to look out for. The goalkeeper knows, like, make sure you're watching these runs, but yet it still happens. So, yeah, silly free kick to give away, but shouldn't have led to a goal, even if they did give the free kick away. I mean, Yeah. It's just both instances shouldn't have happened.
3: Yeah. I mean, he's a good technical footballer, share, But he can't... You've got three of their back four, cannot run. And Trippi not quick either. I think that's mm-hmm. the thing. They're the least mobile defensive unit. Yeah, yeah. But they're, it's amazing how they kept so many clean, clean sheets last season. I guess it's because they had Guimara's and Joe Linton in better form. I don't know. Not, not a Newcastle podcast, I guess. Uh, we'll come on to the big talking point of the second half shortly. Quick word... For our sponsors, as ever, the Trent Navigation, I shall put up an advert for, oh, well, you, people will probably want a beer, won't they? Monday nights, go down and have uh, a beer to drown your sorrows, or tomorrow, uh, Sunday roast, if you fancy something better uh, than that. What's, what's, do you get good Sunday roasts in the States, Chief?
0: I don't think I know what a Sunday roast is.
3: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> have you had a Yorkshire pudding before?
0: No, I can't say that. Oh, I have, no, even heard of oh my that. God, yeah. that's the biggest revelation of this. Podcast. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm coming over, I'm coming over in April, so you, you'll have to. Uh, I'll go down to the nav and, and see what I can find.
3: Yes, yes, okay. okay. Oh, you will we'll make sure you get a prime Sunday roast. Mm-hmm. There you go, locally sourced meat. I should say that as well. Okay, so let's talk about the big incident of the second half. Um, there's always got to be a refereeing incident. Tyra one goes down in the box under challenge from first, I think it's Bottom and then Dubravka. Penalty or no penalty, Ruby?
1: Yes, um, I think so. I think if Dubravka's arm stays straight and Awani trips over it, it's not. But he raised his arm, whether it was slow motion or regular motion, you could see his arm go up. And he's reaching for the ball short, but he doesn't get it. And, I, and our comment, uh, commentator was Peter Drury, and he said something like, oh, the ball was rolling out. But it wasn't. I do think Awani was going to get there, and whether it would have been a goal or not, it was a terrible angle. It's a different story. The ball wasn't going to go out. He was going to get there, and he was tripped in the box. Um, yeah, so yes, it was a penalty for me, and um, I do think it was one of the things, Matt, we talked about this, that if it's not given in real time, it's probably not going to be given by VAR, but it comes down to subjectivity again. It's like there's no consistency. It's whatever the ref thinks, and it depends on the ref. Like another somebody else probably would have given that, but Anthony Taylor is Anthony Taylor. Like he just is exactly the same every single game. Um, but yeah, overall for me it was it was a penalty. He was tripped in the box.
3: Mm, he had a terrible game, I thought Anthony Taylor. Yeah. I didn't think he was very mm-hmm. good at all. Um yeah, that... go on, sorry, Ruby.
1: No, there was that um uh, a one you one right at the halfway line, completely a foul oh, yeah. every single time. I was I mean, that is one of the most simple fouls you call, and that's never a question. Sometimes it's a yellow card, but it's always a foul. I, and there's a Ryan Yates one as well, shoving the back. It was just not not good refereeing.
3: No. And to balance it out, there was one where Origi fouled Cher on the touchline as well. There was an obvious foul for them. So just to balance out, I thought he was really poor. Our commentator chief uh, in the UK said, oh, you know, he left his leg dangling and uh, he waited for the contact. I, no, he didn't. I didn't think at all. Um, what was your take on that penalty incident?
0: I think he would have had an attempt on goal. It would have, it still would have been a difficult shot, but I think he would have gotten to that ball. I don't think he falls down without that last, like you said, Ruby, the, the raise of the arm to clip him. I think he gets to that ball. I don't know if he would have finished cause the angle was tight and he's going at full speed, but that's a penalty. If you're, if you're obstructing the player from getting an attempt on goal in the box, like you have to call that. And obviously, you know, that, that changes the, the whole game. So I don't know how that, uh, that's one of those things where it's like, you're right. They they won't go against the ref because if you look at that back slowly, that to me is as clear as it, as it could be. So He definitely would, he would not have gone to ground without that, at that moment, without the touch from the goalie. And that should be the difference.
3: Yeah. It's the kind of evolution of VAR that frustrates me. Like last season, they they would have looked at that. And now Mm -hmm. they won't. Now now you've got to do a lot to get a penalty now. Like that Dean Henderson one against Brentford, if you remember where he taps the guy's shin. And it's virtually no contact at all. Yeah. And that that was given. So there's just a horrible lack of consistency around VAR. And they need to, um, address that certainly, and one other thing, Fantasy Taylor as well. Trippier, I don't think this was a penalty, but he handballed the ball on the edge of his uh, box, and but then he'd give a goal kick, and he's quite yeah. clearly handballed it. So that should have been at the very. That was a call. And it wasn't a penalty, but yeah, that was a frustration. But we can't like just look at look at that too much anyway. Um, what did you make of just the final 15, 10, 15 minutes, Ruby? Are we are we able to create enough in these situations? Because it feels like we've been here. A lot of times this season, where we're chasing a game, and I'm struggling to think of too many times we worked if at with all.
1: Um, I will say I'm glad we were never up two nil and lost three two. I will say I'm glad that at least we were down and chasing the entire time. That it for, for it some over reason, last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for some <laughs> reason it feels like an improvement. I don't know why. Um, but the last fifteen, they settled in. They brought in, I think it was Livermento who made it a back five, um, who came in, and we just. Couldn't get anything in the box. Like we talked about, they're a tall, tall team. And we're, we're not a team that has patience around the box, like a city or Newcastle who'll, who'll wait to pass. We do like to get across in. But if we haven't got the height advantage, like Chris Wood isn't there to give Dan Byrne a run for his ridiculous lankiness. Um, we just were not going to really put up a fight in the air. And I mean, one use all right, but he came off, obviously he wasn't on for the last 15 minutes. So I mean, we try, I mean, Tavares, he had such a good game, but I was like, stop shooting. I saw somebody tweet something like if Tavares could find a pass instead of Rosie, he'd be really good. I was like, yeah, fair enough. Um, I thought he had one of his best games for us. But over that last 15, just find a pass. Like find somebody who can chip it into the box, whatever. Actually, find somebody who can actually shoot. But it just kind of felt like um, we were panicking almost. There was no patience. It was like a free-for-all, we just need to get that last goal. Mm,
3: Tavares made my notes again, Chief because like Ruby says, like he does so much good work and I can Mm -hmm. see why Nuno picks him, but I'm struggling to think of a player in the whole league with worse decision-making than him. It's like, just think some of the time. What's your take on that whole left back battle?
0: Well, it's at both ends too. So it's like, it's like the the last, you know, 15 yards of the pitch either way is where he gets into trouble with that decision-making. But yeah, he's a, he looks like a, like a freakish athlete and, you want some of that, but I think I'd still rather have Toffolo go Ana and Toffolo once Ana comes back, because at least you you trust him, and then Toffolo is great with uh, you know those balls you know into the box as well. That I think he just he he, he has a higher floor. You know, I don't know if that's an expression you guys have over there, but he has a lower ceiling than Tavares, but a higher floor, and I, I just I trust him more than I than I do Tavares at this point.
3: Yeah. True, that's fair. One of the things, if we start to look a bit big picture for the the final stretch, Ruby, today going into the match, we knew that Burnley had lost, Everton had lost, Luton had lost. Sheffield United won, obviously, but I feel like they're a little bit out of it. Such such would it feel like a big opportunity to you going into the into kickoff?
1: Yeah, definitely. It felt massive and I'm sure Nuno Gaffer Nuno stressed that going into the match, we have an opportunity to jump. I think we would have jumped two places if we had gotten the three points. So yeah, it's just huge. I mean, every single point, even if it was just a point, it's just really big right now. Um, we can't, And we can't rely on other teams losing, because I think we did that too much last season, relied on other teams losing to stay up. I don't want to be in that situation again. I want to be winning games and have our own fate in our own hands. And I think that's something that's missing right now, is we're too often um, relying on a Luton to lose, Burnley to lose. Everton obviously might get another point seduction, but we're, just, we're praying that these teams lose rather than, Expecting ourselves to win, which is a, not a position anybody ever wants to be in.
3: True. Right, Chief, embrace the dark thoughts and see if we can get rid of them. Are you, are you, the comments are quite resigned tonight. Are you as resigned as they are now, or do you see still see like? Oh, I'm never tomorrow. as resigned as a comment section, doesn't matter what podcast <laughs> it's on. But
0: I will say that, yeah, like it's starting when you start to try to do the math, which I guess is kind of a fruitless exercise, anyways. But you look at the next month and it's West Ham Villa. Man United, not exactly an easy run a game if you're trying to dig yourself out of a relegation fight. Um, so yeah, I think it's the, the the injuries. I'm hoping that the guys coming back from Afcon give this team a little bit of a boost. Everybody misses Mangala, but maybe maybe it is Sungari as a guy who can come back in and make a difference and be the player he was supposed to be uh when they signed him for you know the record deal in the summer. So I'm hoping that there's enough. You know, the cavalry is coming. Um, And they'll be able to stay fit enough to, to get some results out of games that, like I said, those three, those three right there, you're not, I don't know how many points you're expecting out of that, but if they can come out of that with four, and then you just start to get some positivity and some, some discipline on your back end and, and you have a good run in and, you know, we're, we're doing walk a walk at the end of the year, like we were last year. So that's kind of. You know, but for right now, right now, yeah, it's 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 tough. It's going to be tough sledding, and hopefully, they. I'm so scared of that points deduction because if it is ten points, then I think it's over. Um, um, but if if they can escape from that with a fine or or a minimal deduction, then you know I, I do think they have a chance because I think they're going to pump in goals. I think they're going to score goals against just about anybody. They, you know, on that counterattack.
3: A couple of people in the comments, Ruby, before we come to you, are saying uh, lack of leadership, lack of character, keep conceding three goals. Is do you see that in this team when you watch them now quite a few times this season?
1: I don't know if I would say it's a lack of character because rarely do I watch a game. And I I mean it's not it's not that it doesn't happen, but I'm like they, every single player gave up. I don't necessarily see that too too often. I do feel like most of the time we played to the end. Um, and I don't know. I think Ryan Yates is a leader. I think he's been poorer than I would like in terms of playing recently. He gives away free kicks and just silly fouls way too often. Um, But I do think he's a leader in that he cares about this club a lot and you can tell that he cares about this club a lot, but I don't think it's lack of character as much as it is just silly mistakes. I do think we have character and generally they do have heart, but I, I, I think it's more silly mistakes than it is anything.
3: What about the AFCOM players, Ruby, as well? Are we pinning so much on Sangare, who's been I don't think he's had a great tournament either when he's gone out there? Can he bring what we need to this side or not?
1: I don't know, because I think his biggest thing is breaking up play and kind of getting stuck in the middle. And I don't think that's our biggest issue. Again, our biggest issue is set pieces. We concede so often and unless he can come in and just mark three players on his own, I don't think he's the 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 I don't know, the answer to our issue, if you will. Um, I would like to see him come back in and do well. I think that he is a good player, but I think that his last few games for us weren't fantastic, but I I have seen good stuff from him like the rest of the Forest Base has. Um, but I, I don't necessarily know if he's, I mean, we'll see, but I don't know if he's the answer to our problems.
3: Mm, true, right. Paul has made a great point in the comments that I hadn't thought of. That horrific Diogo Jota penalty where I don't even think he got touched against Newcastle. That was Anthony Taylor and I've Googled it. It was just horrendous inconsistency of officiating. Terrible. Absolutely horrific. What about um, Sangare, Chief? We've spent all this money on him. We expect a lot of him. Has he done enough for you yet? And do you see a player in there who can do enough to make us a much more uh, you know, solid team? He hasn't done anything for me. <laughs> but it's just like you're <laughs>
0: you're hoping that the potential that the reason he he got you know the big you know they, they got him for all that money was that there's a player inside there and we, we just haven't seen it. So I I don't I think you're right, like he hasn't done particularly well in AFCON either. But it's if you're looking for levers to pull to kind of get this thing, you know, turned around, maybe he's a guy and maybe maybe you feel more comfortable with Danilo in there. You know, to pick the ball up and push it forward. If Sangari is able to be your your proper kind of CDM, just a destroyer uh, back there, and then you have two guys who can play the ball. If people are frustrated with Yates's ability to play it forward, uh, then maybe those two can do a better job as you know the, the kind of two sitters, and then bomb it up to our our, our fast guys up front and and get mm. up, get them on the counter. But that's but hat. It's just, it's hopes and prayers at this point. Uh, Songari hasn't really shown anything to make you believe that. It's just like, uh, let's hope.
3: Yeah, there are. there's lots of stuff I like in the team. Like, I like the wingers. I like Gibbs mm-hmm. White. I like one-year when he's fit. Uh, hopefully, sells is better. I just don't like our defense. Um, I think Dominguez is really good. I'm starting to, the people i have been one over this, but the comments, uh, the comment section saying, this is why Willy Bolly has to play. You know, Pat says, it's just defending set pieces just as we wind down ruby is it is that oversimplifying it or not or is that just the crux of our problem
1: i think it is honestly because we can score we have marillo is a fantastic defender and um, we do have individual talent um i do i think we have pretty good outside backs as well and we have several options to put next to marillo but whether it's or catera we do have the options in there we have the talent but it's the defending it's the checking your shoulder it's making sure you stay on your man so I mean of course it's an oversimplification in general but I think it kind of gets at like the core of what we need to solve
3: Um, Gary Burles texted me during the match again absolutely raging about (laughs) our defending so you know it's happened again will he he be on tomorrow? no it's Kelvin Wilson at this time but Gary, um, yeah it'll be Gary soon uh i don't know if i can even read i need like a live cam of gary during games that he's not calling uh um yeah it's got the word embarrassing and it's got a swear word or two in there as well (laughs) yeah that's what i need probably sums it up um right any final thoughts before we go chief to give us inspiration and hope for the games heads everyone's very down tonight but uh any faith that you can instill in the fan base here (sighs) inspiration and hope hmm
0: well, look, you're, you're only as good as your last game, and you're only, you know, it's West Ham's up and up next, and it's at home. If they can just, you know, work on these set pieces, like we've been saying, you get three points there. And if you had three points today, I think they're up to 14. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's when you're in this spot, and this really everything feels like the end of the world. I think we'll wake up tomorrow, hopefully, feeling a little bit better. And then, like we said, you get Aina back in. Maybe Sangari gives you something, and if you can just stay healthy, if we can get ninety minutes out of Taiwo, I do think that this team is just a better team when he's on the on the field. I keep trying to like, I don't want us have to say pitch. I don't say pitch here, I say field. So if we keep Taiwo on the field, it's going to be they're they're a much better team, and I think with that front four, they're going to score enough goals to to. Stay up so long as they can just tighten it, just tighten up a little bit, like we said. One one goal on set pieces per game, set it two then we're fine.
3: True, I think. Adam, if this happens, Adam, if we lose another game, three two, I think I'll, yeah. just, I'll, I'll knock it on the head. Right here and <laughs> <laughs> go get another job, certainly. Uh, what about you, Ruby? Do you see? I don't know, uh, you still still got belief in the turn, the sense that I guess you know, uh, Luton fans will wake up tomorrow gutted, Everton fans will be feeling the same. All these teams at the bottom. Uh, frankly not very good when we're, we're we've got our own problems as well does that give you hope that we can you know turn it around if we add some quality in the final few months
1: um yeah I mean I'm I'm definitely not I'm a I like to think I'm a glass half full type of person I do think we can stay up we have the quality to stay up so I haven't lost hope in the slightest whether we get a point d- deduction or not um but yeah I'm definitely still hopeful and I think if we can kind of just fit the puzzle pieces together properly um i yeah i'm not i'm i want to say that i'm not scared i like to think that i'm not frightened yeah i, to, I would to take
0: our our team our our talent over anybody that's behind us you know it's just like can they can they come together as a unit but they they have enough talent to stay up
1: i thought everton no. did okay honestly against man city i was a little surprised yeah. i thought yeah. they more got unlucky than anything i do think they're Pretty decent side, but again, they're probably going to get a point deduction as well. So, yeah, but that's not they got a Holland. problem. They got Holland, yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I mean, I watched that game. If we had Everton's kind of resolve and uh willingness to dig in, I think we would have got something today. But I don't know, James maybe I'm being too James free. Garner, he was pretty decent again, yeah, he was good. And Tarkovsky was really good. We don't have a Tarkovsky, I think, no. is you know, we don't have a, a proper, well, I guess a leader at the back, someone who will win crappy fouls and put his body in the right place and see the ball out I think we need that alongside Murillo which might be Bolly I don't know or it might be uh, Omar Bamadeli was really good against Bournemouth I sat here lauding our defensive options with Fletch for 15 minutes last Monday so I can't like turn my back on them but it's frustrating to keep seeing this see this keep happening time and again this 3-2 thing this rubbish goal thing certainly right uh, thanks for everyone who's joined us Uh, very much appreciate your company 250 or so with us after a Pretty depressing defeat, frankly. Um, Well, As you guys know, we always have any other business, so I'll open the floor up just quickly. Anything you want to plug? Any final words, Ruby?
1: Yeah, I saw somebody say, what type of accent is that? And then somebody responded, a sad forest accent. And I think that's one of the funniest things anybody has ever said about the way that I talk. Talking about you or me? (laughs) I'm assuming. (laughs) I'm assuming. But I was was like, either way. I was like, yeah, that was good. That was pretty good.
3: Uh, any other business chief
1: no
0: i think i'm fine just want to say thanks again for having me. I've been a big fan of the show for for years now so this will probably be the one episode i don't watch because i don't like to watch things that i'm on but um
3: but yeah i had a, had a great time talking to you guys you're a good man you're a good man right if you've enjoyed this do us a favor as ever hit like hit subscribe give us a good review on uh, itunes spotify anywhere else where you watch or listen to this podcast. Very much appreciate the support. Last one from me, just quickly. uh, Hopefully Forest Women give us uh, a better finish to the weekend. They play Everton tomorrow in the FA Cup fifth round. Kick off four o'clock at Grange Park, which is the home of Long Eaton United. So go down there and support them. To what would be a big upset in the Cup, Everton are uh, one of the mainstays of WSL, and we are in the third tier, I think. So yeah, support them if you can. Right, uh, Chief, thank you very much. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us, uh, Ruby. That was your hat trick appearance. So good to have you back. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Fabulous to be back, as always.
3: Well, yeah. Hopefully, next time either of you guys are on, we're talking about a win. But for now, uh, like I say, uh, thanks for your company. We're back on Monday, uh, twelve p.m. Kelvin Wilson, uh, Greg Mitchell, and Temps. I think is the panel. Uh, sh- and then we we'll, should have uh, had Greg in to give the inspirational talk. He did say, if we win, I'll join live from the pub. But since we lost, I thought we'll probably leave it and catch up with him on Monday. Yeah, so uh, do join us through the week. Uh, Thanks for your company as ever, and we shall see you soon.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.